Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Will. And Jeremy. How are you guys? Oh, okay. I'm a little bit stressed out. Oh, why you're stressed out? Okay. It's been a it's been a stressful day at work today. Oh, has, has it? it been? Yeah. Oh, what, let me guess. Is it because uh, uh, people are confronting you about how you don't talk back to them when they ask you questions? Yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah. So, literally, I asked him like 10 questions. That's literally what I just said to you. No, but he's Plus worse than me. you do that. No, I, we're not in the no, same room. No, he always texts oh, me In back. the same room, I'm How's it feel, Jeremy? Him. How does it feel? That's not the same issue. I'm in the same room with him, and I'm like, Will, I, I need to talk to you about an issue I'm having. And, like, he just plays on his phone. And, and like... If I don't play on my he's phone. Playing on his phone. He's playing, busy. I'm no, doing he's playing, stuff. Like, it's like Send an email Minecraft or text on his phone. Some real nerdy thing. But but he's playing on his phone, Roblox, and then eventually I text him and then he responds. That's the same thing that happened while ago when I was like, Pastor, where's Ash Wednesday service on this magnet? Yes, yes. And he just kept a topic. He just kept right. He didn't even didn't look, even look up, up, didn't acknowledge I was in the room. Send him an email with your questions. Like, hey, mm. what's going on, friend? You know, I just wish one time. I would, time, but he's not my friend. I just wish one time when people come to me with their many needs, they would say, "Well, you're obviously troubled by what you're reading. Someone I sent you a troubling Saturday. email or something, or <laughs> no. uh, I did how that can I Saturday. pray for you? No one ever says that. No, you're usually playing poker. No, <laughs> I mean sometimes, but not not usually. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, not usually. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's just been a stressful day because because Jeremy's Jeremy's been cranky. Has he made it stressful been. for you? For him, it hasn't been. (laughs) No, listen. He seems stressful because I made fun of him, but it wasn't just me. It was Leslie. It was Andrea. It was our whole staff. They just teamed up against me. Oh man! They said I'd just pay people to hang out with me. (laughs) Yeah, that was that's. They said they all said that the only reason they're on staff at our church is is because I need need friends. friends. No, no, wait a minute. That's what. That's exactly what they said. No, that's not. That's not what we said. They're all fired. I'm gonna fire them all. Listen, that's not what we said. What we said was fire you. I don't think you can. I don't think it works that way. I don't way. think so. I think we have to vote on it. Uh, yeah, it's, but on but, it. but but one of the one of the things that I did say to him is I there was a he started talking about past friends that he had, and I noticed all of them were on they were on staff, and they weren't like I don't they weren't pastors. Yeah, they're no longer friends with him right, right now either. Right, are they? Once they left the staff, they're no longer his friends. So I was just an observation, like well, all the well, friends you've well. had, you had, you paid. Well, there's you know, a glimpse into your future, Jeremy. <laughs> Sometimes little, when you think a person is the problem, there. you need to look at yourself, and you're truly the problem. So maybe maybe you need to take a couple of days off Ooh. and go fishing and reflect. You know what? I do. To see if maybe that start could be it. right now, this very My minute. West Virginia calendar <laughs> says that this is a really good week to go fishing. You know what I'm going to be really? doing soon? Yeah. Based on what? I don't know. But huh. there's a little fish on th- this whole to, week. I'm and going to Maryland this week. And apparently that's Ooh. a good week to fish. I'm going to Great Wolf Lodge. Are you really? I am. And then when I get back, I'm going to go shoot fish. Oh, shoot fish? Yeah, it's a type of uh, it's a type of fishing where you shoot the fish. <laughs> Could you come to my house and shoot some frogs? No, no, I just want to fish. No, you can do it with uh, arrows, which is the thing what Chris Howard and I are going to do. Spearfish? No, not spe- it's not a spear. <laughs> we're not, we're, we're like, it's an arrow. not Amazonians. <laughs> well, I don't understand. We're using bows and arrows, like good old-fashioned Americans gonna... before Europe came. <laughs> Sorry, we can move on. Okay, um, we can move on. <laughs> Donnie Griggs does that, by the way. He spearfishes. Oh, like, does he? Still, yeah. Who's Donnie Griggs? Donnie Griggs. He, small he wrote "Small Town Jesus." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just like goes out in the ocean, and swims, like takes a deep breath and swims down and shoots a spear into a fish and eats oh, it on an open fire. What a wuss! 
Yeah. Shoots a spear. Yeah, I think try he does throwing it, hurling the spear. I That's think what real men do. It while underwater would That's be impossible. difficult. <laughs> Tell you can't really get the momentum when you're underwater. Tell that to Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Okay, so Chris Sowers can do it. Chris Sowers can do anything. <laughs> the man, that man can hunt. Like I'm telling you, if I was ever, you, you know that 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 book where the men are being hunted. The We've greatest spent game. over four minutes talking about fishing and hunting. Well, we're not talking about that anymore. This now is, we're talking about Chris Sowers. Yeah, this is right. This is stop interrupting. <laughs> Tell me more about about My Chris Sowers. Greatest game. God. If I was on the greatest game where I was being hunted by other people, I would want Chris Sowers on my team. Like, it, well, they were the, the Hunger Games is a good example. That's a, that's yeah. a modern version of it. Yeah, man. Like he he he's dangerous. Yes. He <laughs> He's dangerous. You can like you. You can't see the death in his eyes because of those glasses he usually has yeah. on. You actually only see yourself. You always see yourself. It's it's the last time you saw yourself. It makes it's, you look at yourself. Yeah, before, right before you die. Right before perfect. you get shot. Oh, that's perfect. Hey Heather, what's going on? Hey, what are we talking about <laughs> today, Heather? Today. I'm waiting for the men folk to finish talking. We're done. Done talking about fishing. Yep, that's it. Do you have your permission to speak, Pastor? Yeah, yeah. Please do. Thank you. Go for it. So, I recently had a conversation with a friend, and w- the topic of backsliding came up, and I wanted to talk to you all about it because I think this is a very common term and a very common belief that a lot of Baptists have. I don't know if it's necessarily just Baptists, but I think it is. I know In Baptists. the Episcopal Church, this was a way to approach the slicky slide. Backsliding? <laughs> backsliding. You go down and backwards. <laughs> you got to go forward slide or backslide. All right. So I wanted to, um, so I actually like did a little digging. And so backsliding, the definition of it is uh, really. Oh, you got a definition. It's really interesting. Um, this can relate Verb. to, um, this can relate to relationships. Mm-hmm. You can backslide and go yeah. back to your ex. That's called backsliding. Mm. You go back to something it's that like you want. dictionary. I don't know what it was. It was really interesting <laughs> though. Uh, so backsliding. I might need to backslide means- with some staff. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So backsliding means to lapse morally or in the practice of religion. But like I said, it means it means for relationships as well. So, okay. so the first question I want to ask is, um, you know, I so I don't want you to just yes or no me. I want this to actually I have like a, several questions. Okay? okay. So I'm looking I'm at ready. you. I'm looking at you. She's looking at me. So do you think that backsliding? Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Do you think that backsliding is a real thing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't give you a yes or no. That's a that's a difficult yes or no. So it it is a real thing, but I don't want to say it's a real thing. Is it a term that you use as a pastor? No, no, I don't. Like I don't you want don't to say, use, "Hey, Jeremy's backsliding right now." No, He's not. The reason I don't like right the now. term. The reason I don't like the term is because it gives you a weird mental image of Jeremy. <laughs> Backsliding for all of our listeners. When I, I just said see that, him Jeremy down a literally hill. pretended like he was a turtle on his back, I see waving him going his arms down like, and legs, like plastic, like soapy plastic yeah. on the side of a hill. That's what that's I see. A, that's all I get. I'm back backsliding. Yep. Um, no, I don't. I don't use the term. I'm, I won't say I'll never use it, but I try to not use that term because of the the association with it. Is that you lose your salvation? I think right. that's that's that can be a, a connotation that's pretty common. It right? is. Yeah. So. Like if I'm backsliding, I'm going to hell. Yeah, I've heard these terms before, so I, I agree with that's how most people think. One time I said to Julie, this was like when we first got married. I used the term someone had backslid, and um, it was a new term I had learned. 
being in the Baptist world. And she goes, people can't lose their salvation. And that's not what I mean. She goes, well, that's what people mean when they say that. So now that's not always what people mean, but in her circles, uh, which were Southern Baptist circles, that's what that kind maybe, of term maybe, maybe it was coined to be a nice way of saying they lost their salvation. They're, yeah, it's like we don't want to we don't want to judge their hearts too clearly, so we'll just say they're backsliding. They're in the process of losing their salvation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so then that brings up another topic. Like you know, um, a friend and I were t- like I said, we were talking about this, um, and she said, "Well, maybe they weren't saved at all. Maybe so." Well, that's what the Bible says, right? So that's what you know. We got into a really good conversation. Like. Is backsliding a real thing? Is you know, it's either one way or another. Yeah, biblically, like if you're backsliding, you never slid to begin with. Right. <laughs> yeah, you weren't on the slide. Yeah. You never. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I. It runs its course. You really can't. Yeah. Yeah, you can't beat this into the ground. But, the but yeah, it, like like you were saying, there's a there's, uh, I think there are people who play religion, and um, and when that gets exposed. If it does, sometimes it doesn't get exposed until death, and they confront Jesus, and they say, Jesus, look at all the things I did in your name, and he goes, depart from me, I never knew you, right? There's an example of someone, right, who played religion, and um, Jesus exposes it. So I think who, that— Judas? No, 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 just that Jesus oh, mentioned that. Oh, you're just saying that. generally. Yeah. Uh, now I think- 1 John 2.19 says, They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, that it might become plain— that they all are not of us. Yeah, so I, I think there's a uh, clear that that backsliding in the sense of now if that means like I've returned I've gone back I've I'm struggling again with something. Um, yeah, so is it so I think that's okay. I that's think different. the so you know I think that there's times when all Christians probably struggle with their faith. Um, is there you know. Some people will call that backsliding, though, like where maybe sure, I mean, they a, maybe battling depression and they're not yeah, leaving so their if, house if you, or anything. If you actually mean that you're just not practicing your faith like you ought to mm-hmm. in backsliding, then I have no problem with the term. Like, so, if, so I think it can be used. If you're a, David, right who's way. lost its fire a little bit, if you're whoever it is in Scripture that Solomon at the end of his life isn't as um, is not pursuing holiness like he once was. I would say he lost his salvation, right? You could say, yeah, if you want to use the term backslid, he's he's lost his focus. Is uh, I think it better. So what's up. what is the difference between apostasy, uh, falling away, and backsliding? Okay, so I I think this is really I know we've talked about this before on the at least I think we have. So so Hebrew six goes into some of this, um, and some some. People who wrote the chapters and verses will label this section dealing with apostasy. Since I don't believe you can lose your salvation, I think being a true apostate is not possible. But there are people who Hebrews is very clear they they benefited from the Holy Spirit. They were in the church. They um, they participated in the activities. They they understand the gospel intellectually, emotionally. They grasp it. And it says when they walk away, uh, the writer says it's impossible for them to be saved. Now, I think that's amazing because I think Scripture is clear that they were never saved to begin with. But Scripture goes so far to say, don't even waste your time. It's impossible. They will not be saved. There is no there is no coming back from that point, from repenting. Uh, repentance is impossible for them. And well, that's like they've that's been amazing. they've been as close to the gospel as you can be and, yeah. and have rejected it. So, And I know a lot of people don't like this idea of like, wait, it's impossible for someone to get saved? 
That's what's that's literally what scripture says. Yeah, I like how James put it when he was preaching last week. Um, James, one of our other pastors, he was talking about um, in Second Peter um, the punishment and the wrath of of God on false teachers and how they they always kind of start with the true gospel. There's elements of truth in their teaching. Um, but but he described them as having tasted the gospel um, in communion, meaning that they had like come to the Lord's table with the church, uh, taught the Bible, you know, things like that, and um, and then yeah, basically reiterated the truth of Hebrews six is that those who then deny that um, show that they were never truly allegiant to it in the first place, and then and then also that they're they're destined for hell. Yeah, there's a difficult part with this. We we had we actually had an incident of this a while back. Um, it was when we were three campuses, but uh, we won't get into too much specifics. But uh, there was an individual who knew, who intellectually understood the gospel, um, knew church history as good as anybody, but knew doctrine as good as anybody. I mean, really more than the average person in your church. Um, and this person said, "I don't." There's too many clicks in the Christian church, and he converted to Islam. Um, well, he's found out there's also uh, clicks in Islam, too, because, uh, you know, that's where people are. And so he wanted to come back to the church. Now, the, 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 there was a pastor who asked, "Should what do you think? Should I let him be a member? He wanted to rejoin. And I, my, my response was no. I think he's an example of someone in Hebrews 6. Now, I would, I, w- I would say I'd be very weary and careful on when I apply that to someone. Yeah. But then again, I'm not sovereign, and no one's salvation is also dependent on me. But I look at that situation and uh, go, you know, go figure. The person still never repented, um, and so I look at that and say, I don't, I don't have to burden myself in my heart with, or oh, I got to convince this person to come back because, in all reality, Scripture says there's a there's a relieving. Like you, you don't you don't have to spend your hours. You, your heart should break and lament for them, but there are people that you should be laboring for and with who to do need a better understanding of the gospel. That person understood it, rejected it, and let them go. It, it's actually, it reminds me very much when Jesus kind of says, like, wipe, you know, wipe the dust off your feet. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. He said, shake it off. Shake, shake, yeah. Taylor Swift fan, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously. Shake it off. So apostasy, yeah. I would say apostasy, to be apostate would mean that you're denying the gospel. You're saying it's not true. Um, or like, like that example, like you're converting to something that is, demonic or anti-christ or anti-gospel um so that would be to be apostate um in the terms of what the bible says now when we talk about backsliding first of all it's not that's not a word that's used in the bible so we're dealing with what do people mean when they say someone's backslidden but but people who are backslidden um typically i think how like the typical country appalachian person would describe someone who's backslidden the the backslidden person would not usually say I don't believe there's a God. I'm denying right. Jesus' resurrection. They're just people who would still say they believe in their heart, but they're just like done with the church or too lazy to go or whatever, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Or they've they've let sin reign more than they let the gospel rule, um, things like that. And so um, with backslidden people, I think most often what we would say we're dealing with are people who, at least in their head, believe um, and God, believe in the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection, resurrection of Jesus, believe in all those things, but are not practicing it. Um, and this is where we get into, like, Jesus told us not to judge uh, people 
we're supposed to judge actions. And so we can judge their actions. Um, I think Jesus is telling us not to judge their heart. But if we're judging their actions, their actions are showing that they're not allegiant to the bride of Christ and part of the bride of Christ. And so um, yeah, that, that was kind of cause how, for concern, for sure. That was how our conversation had started. Um, we, we were talking about someone who said that there was just – that the that the devil was just attacking them and that right now that it wasn't like it was all just too much so they were going to stop coming to church and you know the term backslidden um came up and you know from my from how i know the word is somebody's walked away from the faith and Mm -hmm. you know then they get rededicated um in church which means that they you know have a kind of like a public <laughs> rededication of their soul. Um, Which, again, like, in theory, I don't necessarily <laughs> have a problem with, like, admitting I have not done for the past five years or right. whatever. Like, I, I've been a Christian, but I've not acted like I needed to. I've not devoted myself to the Lord like I needed to. And I need to dedicate the rest of my days to this um, again because yeah. I walked away from it in a sense. Like I don't have a problem with that in theory, but the connotations that come along with it can be theologically problematic. So I mean, so if 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 backsledding is not sledding, backsledding well, that's backsled. a, that's what you do in the snow. Well, I mean, backsliding. Well, I, I I like sledding better. You're from Virginia, it's okay. It's a backsledding. So if if you're if you're backsledding, yeah. Um, or, or if if you if that means like I am not pursuing holiness. Let's take the situation um, where Heather was was gossiping about this friend. I'm <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke, Heather. Guess what? Now we're not friends. I know. Listen, it was a joke. It was a joke. You're not, you were concerned about a mutual listen, friend. She was already you mad came when in she here came saying in. you're not joking today. What I, was? I, she said, was already mad was when she came in, Jeremy. And what did just, he say? He made up it. some nonsense word. What? I did. Yeah, jokery or something. Jo- jokeful is not yeah, a made-up word. He said he wasn't going to be jokeful today. Oh, okay. Okay, okay we're just going to move past this. Sir. Okay, so uh-huh. jokeful, That's jokeful. Not a word. Yes, it is. Joyful, not jokeful, not a sorrowful. Yeah. It's a word full of jokes. Well, you guys, yeah, there we go. All right. So, anyways, um, uh, moving on. Um, if someone who says like her friend, uh, I want to, I just want to stop. I'm. I, this is too much. Uh, how do you avoid that? Because I think there is, I think the Christian life is ebbs and flows, right? So what are some, hey, we just talked about this past Saturday, what are some good rhythms of our Christian walk that can keep us from backsliding, backsliding, frontward sliding, any sliding whatsoever? God, you're killing me. I just want to make sure we're not sliding. <sighs> we're yeah, sliding so- all over the place with your <laughs> vocabulary right now. <laughs> so motives and in, in your, in your desires and your heart are... First and foremost, so when we're talking about backsliding, we're not talking about um, just messing up or like having having lapses of judgment or moments where you you know chase after your your own pleasure instead of the glory of Christ. But um, but we're talking about moments where you've just like quenched the spirit and walked away from the things that you're clearly called to. Things like praying constantly, things like reading the scriptures and loving the scriptures and talking about the scriptures with the people in your life, attending church. Um, like, so this isn't a bad week. We're talking about a bad, let's say like you stopped coming to church because of COVID and stopped doing anything. Yeah. And yeah. during COVID. Yeah. Um, not to, not to name names. 
Um, <laughs> so please don't. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I wasn't. I was done. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then, you know, like sacrificially giving to the church was one of the things we talked about in our recent thing. Um, so like Jesus says, where your, where your treasure is, there your heart is also. And so like where your resources are going, um, are they going to ministry? Um, lots of different factors can, can play into this, not just church attendance, but, um, but looking at, you know, what, what, what are your motives for what you're doing with your life? And if it's like, I need to be successful in my career or I need my kids to, you know, get the sports scholarship or whatever, it's like, where's the, where's the gospel priority in your life? And if it's, and if it's just noticeably absent, um, then yeah, you could say you're backslidden, but but I I'd be seriously concerned for my soul. Like yeah. if if that's not burning within me, it's like, man, I I need to do some real evaluation of of my own soul. Yeah. You know what? Hey, Heather. Yeah. You want know to find interesting? Why? I find interesting that in the Old Testament, when we see backsliding, it's never it's not know. really of an individual, but of a nation. Yeah. So um, something that I was you reading. You could say backsliding is contagious. Ooh, I would agree with you. I think you not only see it from kings and get passed down to to the people, but generations. Yeah. What you t- what you teach your children, they will join the journey of the sliding or sledding with you. That's, That's in true. Proverbs, right? It, that that exact that exact one. Yeah. All right. So this was not. I did not write this down, but I'm interested to know what you all think about it. Sorry, oh. I'm not. I'm looking like between you all. Like there's somebody behind back me. There. I was getting nervous. <laughs> So what do you think about um, people who haven't necessarily walked away from the faith, but who um, who kind of church hop? Ooh. Okay. You want to go? I can go first. You mean what I think like theologically? You want to go first? Okay. Yeah. What do I think personally? What, no, no, what let's, emotions let's stick does to it theological. I know usually <laughs> on the front porch we, we spill it, you know, spill the tea. On the say, front porch but, um, we... We don't yeah. want to hurt people's I, feelings either. So. Yeah, I would simply say they have a misunderstanding of what the church is supposed to be. That's good. It's a consumer mentality. Consumer mentality leads to church hopping. Yeah. What um, can the church do for me? Right. And if this church is not producing... What um, you want. The, yeah. it, I mean, it's it's gross, but it's it's essentially, this is what it is, the proper customer service that I think mm-hmm. it should, then I'm going to go to one that does. I've literally been told... I mean, th- like like you... I've been told people aren't coming back to New Heights for the same reason people don't go back to a restaurant. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny. But, but it's true, though. I mean, it like, is, I yeah. mean, it's sadly funny. But the, this, the, whether it's the chairs, the seating, the lighting, the yeah, um, you know, whatever. That you know, I was told Music's one time too loud. I mean, I've, too loud. I've said yeah. I'm not coming back to this place. The music I mean, here, here's the here's like the thing. This, I'm not this. coming back because Jeremy, you're the reason New Heights sucks. I was told that before. That's my favorite quote ever. Yeah, oh I, was, I say that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Quoting someone else. Also, when I worked still, at Papa yeah. John's, I was told that. Yeah. So anyways, reason, will you tell me who that person was, and I'll go. You're find the reason them. Papa John's sucks. And <laughs> when you're looking for a church, your mindset should not be where am I going to be served the most or um, be fed. You know, that's one of the <laughs> phrases yeah. that's used a lot. Like, who, where's going to where are they going to feed me the best? Yeah. You really should be asking where do I want to work. Like that—that that yeah. should be the mindset of of where do I want to work? Almost like when you look for a job, um, you're not looking for a place that's going to be happy every day necessarily, but you want to enjoy your job on the grander scale. Every job has days that suck. 
right? Yeah. Like like my day. I was yeah. Obviously, Jeremy's ruined my Monday. Sorry. Um, it's just how it is. Every job has days that suck, but overall, you want to have a, a place of employment that's that's pleasant, that's fulfilling. One everyday adventure. Yeah, right. Everyday Jeremy shirt says everyday adventures. That's what it's like working at New Heights. Mm-hmm. But you want you want like um, fulfillment in the work that you do. Right. You yeah, want an environment good. where where you can pursue that. Um, and if, I, I just think if people, if Christians would would look at how they select their church based on that, then they would their lives would be so much better oriented for God's glory. Where do I want to work as a son or daughter of of a good king? Um, I'm not finding a place that's just going to entertain me. I want to find a place that I can like, that's I can good, join yeah. the team there and work for the glory of God in His mission. I, I know that's this isn't like backsliding, but there are people who like never get off. Just to keep using the term, the bunny hill. See what I did? Yeah. Um, and they, I don't they get it. what's a bunny hill? It's where you sled. You actually ski. Ski. It's back ski. He's, he's, no, 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 I don't do <laughs> these right, right, snow right, slopes. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so there are people, sadly, and again, this isn't this isn't back. All I can think is back skiing now, but um, <laughs> backsliding. Uh, but there are people that I, I feel like they never mature enough, or they never mature really in in their Christian growth, and so it's like it, it's like sometimes. Um, or like their motive is really weird for why they, I mean, like you said, why we're why they're choosing the church, and so it's like I, I, I feel like they like so many people get the basics of the gospel, but they they never see the 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 missionable the missional purpose behind it enough for them to even begin to backslide if that makes any sense. Like they never went up the hill, they like got they got their sled ski slide whatever and and they just stayed at the bottom they never they never began yeah. to like pursue anything so you know something that you said earlier um i i can probably think of some people that i know like it's that can be a generational thing too like that's what totally they're taught is, and that's what they that's all that they know it is it is a very much so but it's with, like what will said too like they they don't understand the concept of what church is um what you know when, when uh, the Bible, the Bible, just frankly, the Bible knows nothing of a Christian that's not in a local church. And yeah, I I get so frustrated when I hear Christians talking about they don't have to go to church. Like, okay, like if you're just saying you don't need to attend an event to be saved, like okay, yes. we all get that. But the Bible literally knows nothing of a Christian that doesn't belong to a local church. The the, the brother of Jesus says you don't love Jesus if that, if that's you. Yeah. Um, if, and so the, I, I just find it, I just find it, it is generational. Um, I'll never forget being in a, at Rio Grande and hearing someone behind mm, me. Love be, it. Oh, dude, it's amazing. So I'm sitting there enjoying my quesadilla and um, it was incredible. It really was. And the person <laughs> behind me, well, I felt like a little bit like Donald Trump. There. It was really incredible. It really was. But anyways, the guy behind me was, uh, or the lady behind me rather, was started talking about why she loves her church, and it was, it was like, I love my. Um, she she says, I, I love the child, the, the kids ministry. Um, the, the the I hate the pastor, and I hate the music, but man, the the kids ministry. Kids ministry is so good. And and I just thought like you, what you're teaching your children about what your priority is, right? Like I we go to this church, why? And the kids are with her, right, in the booth. Oh, that's we, great. We go, yeah. we go to this church to for you, like. 
not to worship Jesus. Your yeah. entertainment is the priority. Well, guess what? That's that's going to sit with the kid. That kid's going to grow Absolutely, up thinking, yeah. okay, my entertainment is the priority. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it is generational. And you see it, you see it in the Old Testament. Uh, I think you see it today. So my son this week, um, this past week, didn't want to go to youth group at church. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, you're going to go to youth group. And he's like, what? And he was being all whiny and stuff. And I was like, because we go to church and gather with God's people, even when we don't feel like it. And it, we're getting ready to have a small group at my house. And so all these people are going to get ready to come over to the house. And it's like, you resonate with this. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you just, you just don't, don't want to. Yeah, you just don't you want don't. to. But oh, then, like, after true. group, I was like, man, that, like, we hadn't had group in a, in a while because of some circumstances. And it was like, it was so That's refreshing. That's usually the best. Yeah, it was yeah. like, man, I needed that. And, um, and so it was a good teaching opportunity for my son for me to talk about, like, it's okay and it's human to to not feel like doing it sometimes. Yeah. But because Jesus is greater than our our feelings or our emotions, like even when we don't feel like doing it, we we prioritize things that the Bible prioritizes. Um, like for Micah, you know, being with kids his age and learning about the Bible and and it's important and learning to be on yeah. mission. Yeah, like even on Very the important. nights you don't feel like it, prioritize yeah. it. There are times that you have to take care of the body even when you don't feel like it, mm-hmm. like exercise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what part of the body I think you are? What? <laughs> you know what this is called? No, what? Elbow? <laughs> no, this. No. Wait, no, it's right here. I can that squ- flap of skin I'm, on the elbow? No, I'm squeezing as hard as I can. You can't really feel it. Yeah. It's called the weenus. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely a weenus. You, you, you know, <laughs> do you know why you're the weenus? Why? It feels nothing. Yeah. That was great. That's a bad analogy because I felt a lot this morning <laughs> when you were belittling me. <laughs> But in, in a our podcast a few weeks meeting. ago, you said you feel nothing. He does. That's right. That's why he's a weenus. I take it back. I felt something today. I felt anger. Jeremy <laughs> pinching a weenus. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so I, that no, that was really good. Um, Did you imagine yeah. having your weenus tattoo? Okay. <laughs> no. no. Mine is. It is. Yeah. Is there a color on it? Yeah. Well, there used to be. My little dots. <laughs> there's some orange in it. Okay. All right. Do you all have anything else to say about backsliding? I don't think so. I think I've backslid during this podcast. Uh, yeah, I think so. We need so. to get closer <laughs> to the cross. No, so I wanted to ask the, the question about church hopping. Um, you know, it was funny. Uh, after we did the podcast with yeah, Jason. Yes, so if anyone's listening and needs to hop over to New Heights, <laughs> hop on Stop. over to the Bunny Slopes. No. <laughs> I was thinking about when we left um, our church, there were a lot of people who thought that we had backslid and thought that we were church hopping. I remember one man came up to me that summer, like once he found out we were leaving, he thought Jason was going to be a missionary overseas yeah. and that he was like leaving Benjamin and I behind. And he's like, oh, wow. he's like, man, I really hate that I'm not going to get to see him before he goes. And oh. I was like, well, he'll be here later. You know, he'll. Where did he even get that idea? I have no idea. I don't even want to know. But he just like kept talking to me about what a great thing Jason was doing and stuff. And but you know, uh, I I think even some family members probably thought that we had lost our faith. So um, it's it's just interesting how people use that term so loosely. Yeah. Listen, there's um, a there's a time to to go to a different church but <sighs> but if you can look like if you look back over your life and you and you see like every year two years you're, you're just like 
leaving one group of believers to go be with another group of believers and it's a continual pattern like it's it's probably not healthy let, long term let, let me caution anyone who says man i just feel like the lord was telling me i, I think that's a dangerous place to be um because i think the one i think i don't think it's the lord telling you um unless there's like heresy or bad teaching but we you know you have people who um uh, I th- I, th- I think it's a lot of times people taking the Lord's name in vain and get, offer it, saying the Lord wants me to do this when really this is just a fleshly thing, and uh, either you just are bored, which we've seen, uh, or you want your ears tickled. Um, also, you mentioned the bunny slope. Like come over to like I thought that was really funny. By the way, I was, I was it was a very good joke. It was a but, joke. but I do want to say I'm not I, trying to get people to leave their church. No, no, no. Or, but but as far as like coming to the church where there's the bunny slope, I, there was and you know you know I won't want to mention it. But the church who once told us that uh, that they were bread and butter, um, and that's all they would ever be. Like yeah, they're not going right. to go deep into anything. Yeah. In essence, they're saying, listen, we we just want to be a bunny slope. We don't care about people growing. That was their strategy. Yeah. They intentionally chose that strategy. And, be, and because of that, they're entertainment focused. They they yeah, they that's... that's where they stay, and it's very sad. And if if I wouldn't use that as like the pond for fishing in, but if someone in a church like that would would ask for counsel or come to us, I would be I would have no shame in being like, yeah, you need to get in a church like New Heights, and <laughs> maybe yeah, not our like, church, but like one like us, yeah. yeah. Um, but like consequently, last week I had a conversation with a guy who was thinking about leaving his church and um, thinking about coming to New Heights, and I kind of advised him against it. Um, because because it was really not for biblical reasons. So it was like they think through this and uh, maybe talk to your pastors and so I mean it, it's it's something that's very um, it should be should be t- considered with great caution and um, and your motives need to be evaluated. I think people are always surprised because I've had that those conversations too when they come to a pastor and they, and they I think what they're expecting is them to you to say oh let me tell you why you should come. Here's to all the church. benefits. That- I mean if you come over now. This is what you can get, you know, like, you know, it's like a, you get some special deal. But get a t-shirt. I, like we're AT&T and Verizon. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> right. And I think, but you're right. I think more than anything, it's like, well, well may, maybe, maybe, maybe you shouldn't leave your church. Maybe you need to reconcile I'll something. tell them, don't come here. <laughs> don't come. Listen, if, if, when it's people true. call and they're thinking about coming to our church, I'm just they like, won't you buy obviously, you, a Bible journal. you obviously haven't listened to the podcast that we yeah. do. Um, that's clear. You obviously don't value getting free Bible journals. Yeah. Do you know what? When people tell me they listen to the podcast, I apologize immediately. Why? There's great jokes. Because of you jokesters. Oh, well. I do. Uh, I'm mad we're at too jokeful today. on here. Tomorrow, I'll I'm sorry. not be mad at you all. Oh, well, I appreciate it. Well, I'll, don't be mad. You're not mad at me. You're mad at him. Oh, I'm mad at you for some reason. <laughs> I can't quite put my finger on it. Hey, I got a great deal, though, in, in all seriousness. For anyone who's, who's um, willing to come to our church this fall... Mm. We're offering a free. Oh, don't do it. Free. Yep. Don't do it. To tithing members. Uh huh. Zero um, percent down. Ephesians journal. What? Do you know how many yeah. Ephesian journals I have? That's oh, a joke. Gosh. Okay. Offer what? me something better. I'm already here, so I don't even get no, that that's offer. That's all I got. There's literally nothing else to offer you. Oh, if you volunteer at our vacation Bible school, you get a free T-shirt too. What? Are you what? serious? What kind of t-shirt? I keep saying free, but these are things all paid for by the people of our church <laughs> with their <laughs> right. generous it's not, it's giving. Not free. So it's, it's not, not free, free, but no. you know, it's not even free to you because you people tithe and give generously. Right. I'm gonna be gone two days of Bibles. Well, and you don't get a shirt. Sorry. Ooh. I can volunteer the rest of the week. Well, you get you two get days. a wristband. You get half a shirt. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'd rather have it this way over instead of the crop top. I can pair it with something. The crop top's offending me. 
Okay, guys. Well, I've enjoyed, I think I've enjoyed this conversation. I don't know. It's been half and half. Half the time when I don't like how our podcasts go. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident. I think this is a solid C plus. But I had this feeling starting, so I don't really know if this was good or bad. But it went, it went, it went better than I expected, to be honest. So. Do you have feelings how things are going to go before? Like yeah, but they're based on my feelings. Oh, it's just if you're. I would love to talk sometime about dreams. I have dreams, dude. Oh, we should. Okay, what I are some of your dream. dreams? Are we doing this right now? We can't. No, we can't do it right now because there's this one yeah. dream that I've had that's really, really long. And well, it I thought you meant like aspirations, family. like things you wanted to. Accomplish no, I'm talking about <laughs> not time dreams. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm not interested in that. Well, like I no, dreamed I those. I had that. a really vivid dream. Very vivid. Uh, dream. Guys, this is I, weird. Let's not. I have there. vivid dreams all the time. Let's talk dreams next time. Well, well hey, thanks yeah. for listening. We appreciate you guys being on the big long family dream and everything in it happened. Yeah, you can find more shows on our app and iTunes and Spotify or something like that. So thanks for stopping by the front porch today. We'll see you next time.